Welcome to Travel by Proxy, the show where we leave our house so you don't have to. I'm Andrea. And I'm Aaron. In each episode, we feature a destination anywhere from right in our neighborhood to far off lands. We bring you our experience, some history, and a taste of each destination by sampling something unique to it. So whether you're listening to this in your car, on a train, on a plane, or in Spain, you'll learn about something to add to your bucket list. Or to remove from it. And in this week's episode, we navigate Walt Disney World as childless adults, taste a monkey shoulder cocktail, and learn about ways to experience Disney without going into the parks. So sit back and take a journey with us as we talk about the world outside your window. How are we doing today, Andrea? We are doing really well. I'm two weeks back from Las Vegas. Woohoo! Yeah, beautiful Las Vegas. Um, I'm finally recovered. Yeah, um, that's wonderful. Um, and we'll be talking about that in an upcoming episode, yeah, I think so we'll stay tuned for that. Maybe next episode, I'm not sure yet. Next or the after, the one after. Yeah. It's just going to be depending it's on... It's up in the air. Yeah. So we're making sure that you have plenty of content as our listeners mm-hmm. to pay attention to. So uh, why don't we jump right into it? Uh, we mm-hmm. are going to taste a Travel by Proxy experimental cocktail. Yes. So what we have... Uh, so Monkey Shoulder is a blended scotch whiskey that I picked up recently, and uh, we decided... It is commonly used used in a lot of like scotch cocktails Mm -hmm. so when you go to like a cocktail bar monkey shoulder is one of the scotches Mm -hmm. that they use to mix with it's it's a like it's a nice kind of mid-priced scotch it has a lot of flavor and it's good on its own too yeah like i drank it last night on its own just to get a flavor profile for it it's smoky and it's wonderful um but it's not like it's not like one of those scotches that it's you know it's not single it's not single mat or single batch it's not uh you know it's it's going to be easier to feel comfortable with when you're blending it and mixing it with other things. It's a New York import. Mm-hmm. The bottle is super cool because it has the kind of standard um, little round top uh, bottle with a with a pull pull cork on it, uh, but it has this really nice kind of inlaid pewter set of monkeys uh, sitting on each other's shoulders. So. It is 43% alcohol per volume, mm-hmm. and it is distilled, matured, and bottled in Scotland by William Grant & Sons Limited. Either way, it's delicious. So what we've done is, uh, previously on the show, we did uh, a Godfather, which is the Amaretto and Scotch. Yes. And we have decided to try our hand at mixing something else. So we have we have mixed cream to cacao with, uh, with monkey shoulder and to see what the Scotch and chocolate flavor is going to be. It might not be good. It might not be, but it's then that's the whole point of experimenting. Yeah. But it smells it, good. Yeah. Here we go. Mm-hmm. That's not bad. It's not bad. I probably wouldn't order this. But I think I think if you messed with the ratios and yeah. added something else to it, like mm-hmm. a little bit of citrus, yeah. I think it would be really good. Mm-hmm. Um, on its own, it's an experiment. It's yeah. not terrible, but it's not like amazing. Yeah, it's sort of like a. Sm- it kind of tastes like a little bit of like a smoked chocolate bar. Like it, it, this would be a decent shooter. Mm-hmm. That actually would that would be a, a really interesting shot. Mm-hmm. It'd be better than like, uh, oh man, a concrete mixer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, no, concrete mixer is the is one from the Culver's. Thing you eat from Culver's. No, it's um, it's. I can't remember what it, there's something that's made oh with my gosh. Baileys. You're talking about the Baileys and uh, the thing that that uh, f- that curdles the Baileys in your mouth. Yeah, and it's like if you don't drink it right away, it curdles and it's it curdles weird. and it tastes disgusting. Oh, it's Baileys and like pickle juice or some or um, oh, what is it? 
whatever. Oh, um, it's one of those things that I've only ever consumed yeah. when I was already otherwise blitzed. And I've somebody's like, you got to do this. And it's yeah. like, this is gross. Yeah, so I've never actually had that one. Anyway, that brings us to our topic of today. The actual cocktail we have for isn't really a cocktail. It's just scotch and soda. Mm-hmm. It's monkey shoulder with soda water. Um, so, you know, it just dilutes it a little bit, brings Adds out a little some bit of, the, of effervescence and brings out some of the other flavors that you don't mm-hmm. always get. Um, you know, they can be hidden behind the other stronger bits. Yeah. And some people will call us heathens. That's OK. I mean, this is a good one for scotch and soda. It, like if you're if you're making scotch and soda with like Glen Murray, um, like single batch, then that's going to be like a single malt Glen Murray, and you're trying to add soda to it. I I will have issue with that because um, I have a bottle of Glen Murray that I love. <laughs> it's perfect on its own. Um, but yeah, this this is nice and effervescent and has a nice scent to it. So I got to start off um, adulting at Disney. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're millennials, so we use adult as a verb. Yep. Adulting at Disney. Um, Disney. One of my favorite things, actually, about visiting Disney as Disney World as an mm-hmm. adult um, is seeing as a childless adult or, or a child-free adult, like not having a child there that I have to mm-hmm. look, look after, is actually getting to see kids enjoy Disney. And you don't have to worry about like maintaining them and and yeah, monitoring and make, their every and monitoring move. them and making sure they have a they have a good time. Like, um, I my, I especially really enjoyed this when we were in Hollywood Studios and we mm-hmm. got to see like the Jedi uh, knighting ceremonies, like which is fantastic. Yeah, like Jedi a Jedi Academy. Like watching little kids like become Jedi knights mm-hmm. was so cool. The fact like the way that Disney goes out of their way to make kids feel special is amazing Mm -hmm. and um when you're when you're a parent you're so focused on and i've talked to like my my friends Mm -hmm. who have brought their kids to disney like you get to watch your kids enjoy it but Mm -hmm. you're still worried about your kids and making sure they're having a good time and that their needs Mm -hmm. are being being taken care of and that your needs are being taken care of and everybody's needs are being taken care of that you're not able to have as good of a time as you probably could have you're not spending as much time enjoying the magic as you are just managing the project that is having a child in a large space. Right, exactly. Um, So when you get to go without a kid, it is so cool to sometimes just sit back and actually watch kids have a good time here. Mm Mm-hmm. And see just the the wonderful atmosphere that it creates. Yeah, because, I mean, Disney, I don't think we can say it enough, but they go out of their way to make that experience wonderful for everybody all mm-hmm. the time. And the enjoyment that you get out of Disney is going to be the enjoyment that you desperately try to get out of Disney. Mm-hmm. It is there. It is there for the taking. Um, but it is, you know, like the last time I was at Disney, I spent 13 hours. And they treat you great in parks. And they do treat you amazingly. They treat you just like they would treat mm-hmm. a kid. Like, mm-hmm. that is the wonderful thing about it. Like, nobody cares mm-hmm. how old you are at Disney World. Because, you know, I spent a lot of time running around with my mouth half open and my eyes wide and I was just in awe and like I'm so happy to be back here. Yeah, if you want to pretend to be a like a, a Jedi with a lightsaber, mm-hmm. you can be a Jedi with a lightsaber. Nobody cares if you walk up to Donald Duck and at, and like actually speak to Donald Duck mm-hmm. like Donald Duck is a real character mm-hmm. because that's what Disney World is for. That is Disney what the cast World is are designed yeah, to do. Yeah, exactly. Disney World is for believing in the fantasy. Mm-hmm. 
And that is such a cool experience. It's just, it's one of those things that it is worth doing at certain points. You know, mm-hmm. like I, I went to Disney as a child and then I recently went as an adult and I honestly can't wait to go with my kids and then with any potential grandkids in the future um, because I want to experience it in those, especially four different versions of life because you change so much as a human being and Disney changes in the way that they just, they add things to the parks, they add new parks, they add new attractions and things, but the, the core of Disney doesn't really change. It is about creating magic for everyone to believe in for a day or 10. Yeah, exactly. Now, we we should say, like, you don't listen to us because of this. You probably <laughs> listen to us because we talk about food and we talk about drinks and we talk mm-hmm. about experiences. And one of the experiences is letting yourself believe in magic for a day or 10 days. And then also enjoying a lot of really good food and sodas and drinks and Dole Whip. Exactly. Oh, Dole Whip. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's get into that. We've mentioned it before, but let's kick things off with our favorite place to visit at Disney World. Trader, Trader Sam's. Sam's Grog Grotto. It's always going to be Trader Sam's. It's three. It's open um, basically from three o'clock p.m. until midnight, mm-hmm. seven days a week. Um, it they, it's a, a tiki bar. It's a like a kitschy tiki bar mm-hmm. with like animatronics, sound effects, lighting. Um, There's a uh, like every time a certain thing happens in the bar, um, they have to yell something out. It's like and a bottle of rum or mm-hmm. something. Like, um, and it's it's super great. And I think because like, we we kind of talked about drinks. this the last time that we were th- that we talked about this. But I went and I wanted to get one of the like special cocktails and get the tiki cup to bring home. Yeah. And they didn't say, oh, we're out of that. That's a problem. Like, no, they're just like, oh, did you know we were out of that? We can get you a different drink with that 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 has the glass available mm-hmm. and kept it positive. Ch- exactly. Kept the positive going. And, you know, I, I chose at that point. I just wanted to I wanted the cocktail that I'd asked for because that was the one I wanted. And I didn't get the tiki like the tiki cup to take home and that's okay and that's okay i mean the tiki cups are sort of expensive Mm -hmm. i mean you know it's 45 dollars for one of those mugs i think it was like the one that i was looking at the the whole kit and caboodle i think was gonna be 28 dollars to take the thing home with me which is not no that's not bad like for a single cocktail is a lot but that's Mm -hmm. because you get to keep the glass uh when you when you leave um but it is you know one thing about disney is it is kind of a splurge for Mm -hmm. anybody like if you're gonna go Try to do as much as you can, but if you're on a budget, just live within that budget. It's going to be completely fine. And there's so many things that you can do there that don't require you to pay a fee out of hat. Like There's a lot of things you can do without even going into the parks even. Yeah. And if you do go to... We're not going to talk about the drinks because we don't want to spoil them. Mm-hmm. But if you do go to Trader Sam's, do yourself a favor. Even if you're not a cocktail person, as long as you are a person who drinks alcohol... Mm-hmm. Order a cocktail. Yeah. Seriously. Or they do have non-alcohol cocktails as yeah. well. So you can get no booze brews. Mm-hmm. But if you do drink booze, get one of the cocktails. Don't order a beer. No. Don't order like a cider or wine. Order a cocktail. It is so worth it. 
it just watching them make the cocktail is fun mm-hmm. to begin with. Uh, like they don't do the like the flare bartending, um, right? But they do like they're fast and efficient, but they do it with style. And the souvenir mugs are so cool. They're adorable. You don't even have to take the mugs home. Like it, it just mm-hmm. it's so cool to see them. Yeah, and because it, it's you know we've talked about tiki places before, and there's a lot of options for just having the cocktail and not having to take the the, the glass home. But I always find that. You know, one time in 40, I will want to take the glass home because that's my souvenir from that thing. Yeah, I owned um, I owned one of one of these like little Buddha mugs from Mm -hmm. Ichiban for a decade because I had a fun experience there. Mm hmm. You know, and it's worth the extra like ten, fifteen dollars to get the mug uh-huh. because it has that memory attached to it. So mm-hmm. then every time you use it, it's like whenever I bring my my uh, one eyed Willie glass out because right. I have one of those from Psycho Susie's. Anytime I use that, I immediately think of the night that I got that glass and the, all the other times that I went to that place. So a, it's great advertising because I still talk about it. And I got I bought that glass probably in two thousand seven or or two thousand eight. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, we're going on that thing's that thing's uh, almost a teenager at this point. Um, but it it's so great to have little souvenirs uh, that you can continue to use for a lifetime. Right. So let's say you start off at the um, at Trader Sam's. At Trader Sam's. You have two places that you're going to you want. You could go from there. Mm-hmm. You could that you could take your night from there. You could hop the monitor. Like we're, we're assuming you're not walking anywhere and you're not taking a lift. And we're also assuming that this is not midnight. Yeah. So the cool part about Disney is you can take the monorail. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can also take a boat, but um, let's let's face monorail's it. Monorail's a little faster. The monorail's cool. Yeah. Um, so the monorail. It put Shelbyville on the map. It did put Shelbyville on the map. You can take the monorail to Disney's Contemporary, which gives you something really kind of cool. Disney's Contemporary has the California Grill. Oh, yeah. So let's say you catch um, Trader Sam's when it's just opening. So you go there for kind of that like, like that, pre-dinner cocktail. The pre-dinner cocktail. And you decide to go grab your dinner at the California Grill. Mm-hmm. Now, California Grill is at the Contemporary. Mm-hmm. Um, it is the 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 restaurant that's at the top of Disney's Contemporary. Aaron, have you seen the Contemporary? Do you know what I'm talking about? I've driven past it. I have not been okay, in it. Okay, so for our listeners that aren't familiar with Disney, the Contemporary is the one that's basically shaped like a giant, um, I don't know, Lego piece or um, like a... Like yeah. a it's difficult to describe. It's also been a little while yeah. since I've seen it. It's basically shaped like like a giant monorail car. Oh yeah, that um, I can see that. Yeah, that's probably the best way to describe but it's it. Also, it's like angular. Yeah, it's like a trapezoid. Yeah, there it's we like go. a giant trapezoid. Is what it is. Okay, and at the top of it is this cool like grill that offers really awesome views of like bay lake and that sort of Mm -hmm. thing and it does have a bar that you can actually go up to the top you don't have to have like a restaurant reservation Mm -hmm. to go to the bar you can just go up and grab a drink at the bar yeah i'm in their little lounge it's kind of like going to uh the like the w bar at the top of the Mm -hmm. tower in downtown minneapolis yeah now it the the one catch here is it's gonna if it's later on at night it's gonna get super busy mm-hmm. um, because it does offer really good views of the Magic Kingdom fireworks mm-hmm. and so, everyone wants to see the fireworks especially from up there. Mm-hmm. I can you know, I I've had a lot of experience watching fireworks from a very high vantage point and uh, 
especially we did July 4th on top of the uh, First National Bank building that one time. Mm-hmm. And man, we had 360 degree views of like 200 plus different fireworks shows. Yeah. Uh, but Disney does a really good nightly fireworks show. Yeah. But I mean, they do have other, there are some other cool places to eat too. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, there's some great, there's some great places to eat in the in the area as well. I I would highly recommend though even if you're not going to actually um like stop there, go to the top and get a look at the view mm-hmm. at the contemporary because it is worth going up to the top just to get a look at the view. And there you can go find, you know, a beer, a cider or a glass of wine mm-hmm. and uh and enjoy it. It's really, you know, it's Trader Sam's mm-hmm. is you have to get a cocktail when you go there. And if you Unless want, you're not old enough or you don't drink booze. Exactly. And if you wanted to, like, if you're at the Contemporary and you wanted mm-hmm. to catch something, Disney's attempt at trying to be, like, modern, like, you know, futuristic modern when... <laughs> but not, like, not like post-futurism. Yeah, basically, like, like think, like, 80s, like, late 80s, early 90s future modern. Yeah. Go to uh, Outer Rim or The Wave. Oh, yeah. Because both of those haven't... Okay, so they're still cool. <laughs> they're still cool, but but they've kind of they're showing the the well, time frame that they were designed. So they're not they're not. I mean, they still have really great views. Like mm-hmm. the the outer room still has really great views, but it's. Like, I'm showing Aaron a picture of it right now. Like it, it definitely looks like an airport bar. It really does. I like the chairs though. I really like the chairs. Yeah. And then like when when we look at um, the Wave Lounge, like it looks it's meant to look like like cool and like and like, you know, postmodern. But in the end, it's kind of like to me in like my sensibilities, Mm -hmm. it still kind of feels a little not. It it definitely looks like something that was designed in the late 90s, early 2000s and really hasn't been updated since. I mean, it still looks fun. Right. So if you decide if it's getting a little bit later though, mm-hmm. instead of going to the instead of going to contemporary, and I know I've been dominating this this like that's okay this monorail crawl kind of thing. <laughs> I suggest going the opposite direction and going Grand Floridian. Fl- Grand, Grand Floridian. Thank you. Floridian is a difficult word to say. It is. <clears throat> the reason that I I say that is because the Grand Floridian is where all the expensive people go. Oh, nice! So you can do some really fun people watching there. Um, you get to see like you get to see some really nice like tantrums when you go there. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, but the other cool part is you can kind of sneak in and try to get a seat at the bar at Narcissus. Is this the things or- like my uh, my steak tartare was not cooked well enough? Yeah. Well, okay. So <laughs> Narcosis has an actual like bar area oh yeah oh that looks nice um but their restaurant is like a, a sit-down restaurant it's very nautical themed yeah and, and this is like country club nautical yeah so you're you're not going to like this is a place where you could only really sit at the bar unless you have a reservation it looks like bubba grump shrimp shrimp yeah. without the like kitsch yeah i could definitely definitely see that um and i would just i would go to get the view because it's, it's out on this like kind of you get good water views. Yeah, you get yeah. really good water views when you're out there. Um, it also like it's also got some really kind of fun like lounges. Like this is sort of like a retro themed lounge. Ooh, I like that. Mm-hmm. Let's look at the gallery there. So we're looking at Citrico's lounge, mm-hmm. and that is C I T R I C O S. 
um, which is like a Mediterranean style lounge mm-hmm. in the Grand Floridian. I like the like the wavy mm-hmm. um, kind of almost bamboo looking uh, like divider areas. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. So this is like a definite like fun kind of thing to do. It's like the crazy chambray shirts or uh, it's like a, it's like a, oh, what's that pattern? It's, it's well known for being from Cuba and it's very loud and it's um, like blocky. Oh, I know what you're talking about. And it's yeah. not chambray. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what it's called. Uh, we'll put we'll put some photos up from uh, from Citrico's and I'll show you kind of the chairs that have this pattern and I'll figure out what the pattern is named and put it in the show notes. But really, when we talk about it, there's there, the monorail doesn't really run like an extensive route. No, it just does a big loop and doesn't like hit everything that you might want to hit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, what what I what I would recommend is kind of heading toward Disney Springs. Yeah, if you really want to do like the adult fun mm-hmm. like nightlife thing. If you did if you went to Disney several years back, you would probably still know this as Downtown Disney. They've just renamed it Disney Springs. Mhm. Exactly. Um Disney Springs has a ton of great restaurants, great places to shop, and awesome activities to explore. Mm-hmm. We've talked about it on past episodes, uh, a couple of places there. Yeah, like I that's where I went and got my uh, my ears, which if you're going to do Disney regardless if you're going into the parks or not, I do recommend like splurging on a pair of ears cuz there's there's literally hundreds of different styles for men, for women, for kids. Like there's a lot of unisex versions as well, and it's it's one of those things that it's one of my favorite souvenirs to just have like up on display in my home. I don't have to wear them frequently. Um, you know, I've got friends that go crazy and they've got like 30 different pairs of ears for each of them. Yeah. Um, you know, but that's the thing they splurge on. That's right, the thing that's that they thing. have fun with. And I, I do heartily recommend like if you go to Disney, go to Disney Springs, find a set of ears that you like and fit you well and you feel comfortable in and then just have them and wear them when you want. Whereas I'm a hoodie person. And that's okay. I have a Stitch hoodie. Then the next time we go back to Disney, I'll probably buy a different hoodie. Mm-hmm. Our friend Sally has, um, uh, she coordinates a dress or an outfit with a pair of ears. So when mm-hmm. we went, she had uh, she had a dress that was patterned like Kuzuko's outfit. And cool. then she was wearing um, poison bottles uh, as ears. And it said, the poison. Oh, the poison for Kuzuko. <laughs> the, the that's poison. great. <laughs> it's just, it's those little touches that are hilarious and wonderful. I love that. So we have, um, so in Disney, in Disney Springs, there are so many cool places to eat that like we could, we could spend the entire episode talking about Disney Springs, but we will highlight, um, some of our favorites. Did you you scroll up for just one second? Because it says chicken guy and I'm super excited because chicken guy is actually coming to the mall of America. Oh, is it now? Yeah. It's going to be right by Piata in the, um, North, uh, North kind of food court area. Oh, uh, cause we just got Popeye's okay. and, uh, they're, they're bringing chicken guy. And I'm more, I more say that cause I think I ate there. Chicken once guy a is long Guy Fieri's chicken, uh, fast food chicken joint. Mm-hmm. I'm actually really excited for that because I've eaten at a couple of Guy Fieri restaurants at this point, and um, I'm I'm really excited to see what kind of the like quick food version is going to be. Yes, um, Guy Fieri, famous for uh, his trash can nachos yep. and um, his donkey sauce. <laughs> the donkey sauce is actually really tasty. We talked about the donkey we have sauce because we donkey talked about sauce. it in our Rio episode. Mm-hmm. But no, I'm I'm really I'm I'm stoked for Chicken Guy because if you're looking for quick food, it looks like it's going to be really great, and I'm stoked. <laughs> 
you're welcome for that uh, that voice. I'm stoked. <laughs> stoked. I, I'm so sorry. It's, uh, you're reacting the same way I reacted last episode to your creams in your mouth. I'm just so stoked for Guy Fieri. <laughs> You gotta say ridiculous stuff when it comes to Guy Fieri. Mm-hmm. You do. It's the only way to do it. Uh, so no, um, I've eaten at a couple of these places. I've eaten at the Boathouse. Boathouse mm-hmm. is is a very good place to eat. Um, I've eaten at City Works. I, I liked City Works a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, wow, I can't believe I've eaten at a, more than these places that I care to mention. <laughs> <laughs> I've gotten a margarita from have Dockside you, Margaritas. Have you done the daily poutine? I've not done the daily poutine. Yeah, next time we go. Yeah, we'll have to make a. We should make a couple's trip to oh no wait justin and i sort of uh swore off like going Mm. places we have to walk with people yeah because we we walk at very different pace paces than everybody else we travel with Do you walk slower than or faster than faster than see we're fast walkers oh we're fast walkers you're fast walkers okay because i spent so much time working in stadiums that the only way i know how to get around when there's more than a thousand people is i half sprint gotcha (laughs) and with my adhd like i hate walking slowly anywhere Mm -hmm. i go because like if i walk slowly i start paying attention to so many different things around me that like Mm -hmm. i i I get overwhelmed by like Mm -hmm. everything that's going on yeah i like I I walk fast by nature, and then if I get to that moment where I see something, I will dead stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, exactly. Like we had a moment while we were there, and I was trying to play Pokemon Go um, because uh, everybody else was waiting to meet Aladdin and Jasmine, and I was just standing off to the side. And my wife is just like, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, "You guys are like going to meet them." And she's like, "We did that ten minutes ago." Oh. And I'm like, "Oops." <laughs> yep. Or have you done the thing where you are like walking with people, and then you see something that like is really super fast? to you and they just keep walking Mm -hmm. you don't say anything because you're just Mm -hmm. you're reading like a Mm -hmm. placard or and you don't think to mention it because you're just like this is super interesting i'm gonna read this thing right now and when we were at epcot and we went into the uh the store that i ended up buying my little beer stein from Mm -hmm. um i just like half sprinted from side to side where i was like oh look at that oh look at that oh look at that oh look at that and that was like that was half of my day yeah but no like i i really enjoy getting from place to place quickly well because you have a you have a destination in mind mm-hmm. that's what it is is you have your you have your your reward waiting for you mm-hmm. so you fixated on your reward and you your your brain locks into that reward so you can't think of anything else until you reach that reward unless you have the add moment where you see the the thing right. that is shiny exactly well it's it's not only the thing that is well okay yeah because that's the, the that's, metaphor that works for yeah. everybody but it, it really is like that reward system where you you lock it we spent way too much time talking about this but it, <laughs> like literally just for our, the, our our neurotypical listeners like um the the way that it works is you you see something that is you you have this reward system mm-hmm. where your brain locks into something that is an actual reward waiting for you mm-hmm. and in this case like it is a destination that's in mind mm-hmm. and the way that the adhd brain works when you're walking somewhere is you can't think of anything else because if you allow yourself to drift then suddenly everything becomes a possible goal right exactly and so you have to focus on that goal in order to make it to that goal mm-hmm. um, in order to actually make it to that goal otherwise you won't make it there it's the same like i you know i deal with it and we've lived our lives yeah our whole other, lives our whole lives of other people telling us why didn't you make it here on time why won't you walk faster 
why won't you, you know, walk mm-hmm. with purpose? Because we've we we haven't had the ability to actually make it to goals, and we've suddenly developed skills and mechanisms to actually make it to goals. And now everybody wants to stop and sell the roses, and we're like, but we have to go another thirty five feet and take a left because otherwise we're not going to be able to make it because it's apparently going to go away. Because that's the other thing for me. It's like if we don't make it there in a certain amount of time, in my head, then it will disappear. It's like we have we have to get to Japan. We have to get to Japan and Epcot because if we don't get to Japan in the next five minutes, then it suddenly will not be worth it and it, or it won't be there or something wrong will happen. We have to have a time frame and do it. And that's why I love traveling to places like Disney because you're in a place that has like that 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 defined area to be mm-hmm. in if you get lost it is so easy to find each other mm-hmm. because you can be like yeah i'm at the edison just mm-hmm. find me exactly and you know it's it's also really nice because as an adult we have cell phones exactly cell phones are magic <laughs> did you enjoy us spending five minutes talking about mental health <laughs> Do you want us to focus more on travel? If so, you can reach us, fans, at travelbyproxy.com. Our Travel by Proxy theme is Good Day by Alex, copyright 2012. Our closing music is Now We're Talking by Jarris, copyright 2015. Both are licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution 3.0 license and can be found at dig.ccmixter.org. Thank you very much for listening to this week's episode. We hope you enjoyed it and we wish you a look out your window. Walking with you and your moving peace stones and your rearranging all the pieces that you find. Now we're talking about things and places, all the names and the faces, all the people that you love.